0: Welcome back. This is Cast T, where we talk about all things church-related. My name is Allison C. Hode, and I am your host. Today, we are going to continue our journey through the Bible. And we are still in the book of Leviticus, and these are our last chapters. Chapters 23 and chapter 26 of the book of Leviticus. It has been an instant interesting journey and we have learned a lot the most important thing that stands out to me on this journey through the Bible is that God gives specific details and not only does he give specific details he wants us to abide by those details now here in Leviticus 23 we are going to learn about um, the um, my goodness, the sacred assemblies. We're going to learn about the sacred uh, feast and the time and the days, of the Lord that He put before the children of Israel. So we'll, there's going to be a lot of reading on today, verses or chapters 23 and 26. They they the verses go into the 40s. So we got a lot of reading to cover. So we're going to read first and then we're going to come back and we're going to do summaries. We're going to uh, pull out the key elements, the key points to chapters 23 and chapters 26. So we're going to start reading Leviticus, the 23rd chapter, starting at the first. Verse, the Lord said to Moses, speak to the Israelites and say to them, these are my appointed feasts, the appointed feasts of the Lord, which you are to proclaim as sacred assemblies. The Sabbath, there are six days when you may work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath of rest. A day of sacred assembly you are not to do any work however you are wherever and remember listen for the wherever you are to not do any work wherever you live it is a sabbath of the Lord, and we've learned in previous podcasts that the Lord, the seventh day, the book, way back in the book of Genesis, that the Lord sanctified the seventh day after he finished creating the heavens and the earth. So the seventh day is sanctified unto the Lord, and therefore called the Sabbath day and day of rest. Verse 4 These are the Lord's appointed feasts. The sacred assemblies you are to proclaim at their appointed times. The Lord's Passover begins at twilight on the 14th day of the first month. On the 15th day of that month, the Lord's Feast of Unleavened Bread begins. For seven days, you must eat bread made without yeast on the first day of Hold a sacred assembly and do not and do no regular work for seven days. Present and uh, present my goodness for seven days. Present an offering made to the Lord by fire. And on the seventh day, hold a, sac, a sacred assembly and do no regular work. Now, see, the first day of the year for the Jewish people the first month i should say is the month called the bib in the old testament and now modern day they call it the month of nisan and this month corresponds with closely very closely with the end of march and throughout april so in that area is the first month of the jewish calendar or the first month of god's calendar if you will but modern they now we uh, go by the Gregorian calendar which we know our first month is january and actually january to them is the month of shivitz and it's way down in their calendar which we are in now the month of shivitz but a bill is coming up actually in the march april okay so that is when they're gonna do the feast of Passover. so You know, come the end of March, around April, kind of look for those type things that come about on social media and things of that nature. Look for the month uh, or actually the feast of Passover or the day of Passover. Kind of look for it. And we've already learned about it. In the book of Genesis, uh, Exodus, actually, we learned about it in the book of Exodus when Moses began to lead the people out of the land of Egypt. So you can go back to that podcast and listen, and go back to that scripture reading and read, and also to learn what goes on today on the day of Passover. Kind of, kind of, search out what's happening today with Passover modern day times. Bless the Lord. And we're going to go to verse nine. The Lord said to Moses, speak to the Israelites and say to them, when you enter the land, I am going to give you and you reap its harvest. Bring to the priest a sheaf of the first grain of harvest. He is to wave the sheaf before the Lord as it will be accepted on your behalf. The priest is to wave it on the day after the Sabbath. On the day you wave the sheaf. You must sacrifice as a burnt offering to the Lord, a lamb of a year old without defect. We learned about that in Exodus to gather with its grain offering of two tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil. An offering made to the Lord by fire. A pleasing aroma. We talked about that also. A pleasing aroma. We talked about that here in the book of Leviticus. And its drink offering of a quarter of a hen of wine. You must not eat any bread or roast or new grain until the very day. You bring this offering to your God. This is to be a lasting ordinance for the generations to come. Wherever you live. Hear, hear the scripture. We, we heard it say wherever you live back in verse 3. And now we're here hearing it again. Wherever you live. So God is saying it does not matter where you go these are our laws our rules are these are the feast of god that he wants the children of israel to partake in now the next feast is the feast of weeks which uh in the new testament they call it the day of pentecost the day of pentecost the feast of weeks or the feast of harvest from the day after the Sabbath, the day you brought the sheaf of the wave offering, count off seven full weeks, count off 50 days up to the day after the seventh Sabbath, and then present an offering of new grain to the Lord from wherever you live. It does not matter where you go. This is what God wants his people to do is what he's telling them. Bring two loaves made of Two tenths of an ephah of flour baked with yeast and a wave offering of first fruits to the Lord. Present with this bread seven male lambs. Hmm, seven. Seven male lambs, each a year old and without defect, one young bull and two rams. They will be a burnt offering to the Lord, together with their grain offering and drink offering, an offering made by fire, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. Then sacrifice one male goat for a sin offering and two lambs, each a year old, for a fellowship offering. The priest is to weigh the two lambs before the Lord, As a wave offering together with the bread of the first fruit. They are a sacred offering to the Lord for the priest. On the same day you are to proclaim a sacred assembly and do no regular work. This is to be a lasting ordinance for the generations to come wherever you live. When you reap the harvest of your land, do not reap to the very edge of your field or gather the gleaning of your harvest. Leave them for the poor and the alien. We just learned this in the last podcast. I am the Lord your God. Now we're going to talk about the Feast of Trumpets. The Lord said to Moses, say to the Israelites, on the first day of the seventh month, you are to have a day of rest, a sacred assembly commemorating, a commemorated with trumpet blast. Do no regular work but present an offering made to the Lord by fire. Day of Atonement. We just learned the Day of Atonement in the last podcast. The Lord said to Moses, The tenth day of the seventh month is the Day of Atonement. Hold a sacred assembly and deny yourselves, and present an offering made to the Lord by fire. Do no work on that day, because it is the day of atonement, when atonement is made for you before the Lord your God. Anyone who does not deny himself on the day must be cut off from his people. I will destroy from among his people anyone who does any work on that day, listen, God said on the day of, uh, the day of atonement is a sacred sacred day, and we just learned about it in the last podcast, so I'm not going to talk about it. I want you to go back and listen to the podcast, but listen here, God is saying if anybody works on the day of, of atonement, he's going to be cut off from, from his people, and also cut off from the Lord. Let's let's go back and read that again. Do no work on the on that day because it is the day of atonement when atonement is made for you before the Lord your God. Anyone who does not deny himself on the day must be cut off from his people and will uh I will is the Lord speaking I will destroy from among his people anyone Who does any work on that day? God said he will destroy you if you do any work on the day of atonement. Now, who wants to fall into the hands of an angry God when God will cut you off just because you work? On the day of atonement i don't know about you but that that allows us or that lets us know that we are supposed to fear god and it's not a fear that we are scared we're afraid that he's gonna harm us but it's a fear of his holiness of his uh completeness of his um he is god he is the creator he is the maker and the creator of the heavens and the earth he is the first and last the beginning of the end he is almighty god that we are supposed to have a holy fear of him. My God from saying anyone who does not deny himself on that day must be cut off from his people. I, speaking the Lord, will destroy from among his people anyone who does any work on that day. You will not do work at all. He comes back and he reiterates it. You will not do any work at all. This is to be a lasting ordinance for the generations to come. Who, Wherever you live, wherever you live again, it does not matter. You can go from the east to the west, from the north to the south. Wherever you live, you are supposed to be abiding by these rules and regulations from the Lord mine, Gotham Zion, it is a Sabbath of rest for you and you must deny yourselves from the evening of the ninth day of the month until the following evening you are to observe your Sabbath. Now the Feast of Tabernacles, let's talk about that. The Lord said to Moses, say to the children or say to the Israelites on the 15th day of the seventh month, the Lord's feast of tabernacles begin it and it lasts for seven days the first day is a sacred assembly do no regular work for seven days present offerings made to the lord by fire and on the eighth day hold a sacred assembly and present an offering made to the lord by fire it is the closing assembly do no regular work. My God. And you know, I'm just thinking as I read that all of these feasts are basically back to back, back to back. So they're getting all of their, uh God is, while they're in their time of, of, um let's say, sacredness, while they're in that time, God is continuously uh, telling them, this is what you're going to do. This is this feast. And this is that feast, the Day of Atonement. Tabernacles, the Feast of Weeks, and and the Sabbath day. They're all right in this same time frame, if you will. You know, along a a period of time, it's all right there. And this is a time to be sacred and holy and um, consecrated before the Lord. These are the Lord's appointed feasts, which you are to proclaim as sacred assemblies from bringing offerings made to the Lord by fire and burnt offerings and grain offerings, sacrifices and drink offerings required for each each day. These offerings are in addition to those of the Lord's Sabbath Sabbath and in addition to your gifts and whatever you have vowed and all the free will offering you give to the Lord. So, be, so beginning with the 15th day of the 7th month you after you have gathered the crops of the land celebrate the festival of the lord for 7 days the first day is a day of rest and the eighth day also is a day of rest on the first day you are to take choice fruit from the trees and palm fronds leafy branches and poplars and rejoice before the lord your god for seven days it sounds like a party to me my god celebrate this as a festival to the lord for seven days each day this this is to be a lasting ordinance for the generations to come celebrate in the seventh month live in booths for seven days all native-born Israelites are to live in booths. So, in other words, they got to come out of their normal house and live uh, their normal tents, if you will. Because back then they lived in tents, but they had to come out their normal tents and they had to live in booths for seven days. All native-born Israelites are to live in booths. So, your descendants will know that I had the Israelites live in booths when I brought them out of Egypt i am the lord your god so moses announced to the israelites the appointed feasts of the lord my god from Zion. so that is chapter 23 we're going to jump right over to chapter 26 and we are going to be done with this. We're going to come back and we're going to summarize what we learned in chapter 23. We're going to read chapter 26 and we're going to come back and some, well, we're going to read both. And we're going to come back and summarize what we have learned. So God was breaking down the feast that the children of Israel are supposed to celebrate um, on a yearly basis, basically. And... Um, be sacred and consecrated before the Lord. So now we're going to go to chapter 26, the reward for our obedience. The reward for obedience, for obeying the Lord. There is a reward. Listen, when we obey God, He rewards us. Just like when we're disobedient to God, He rewards us. So let's see what the reward for being obedient was for the children of israel so do not make idols here we go again with idols listen god is a jealous god the bible tells us that his name is jealous so he's back or hearken on or reiterating if you will about idol gods do not make idols or set up an image or a sacred stone for yourselves Do not place a carved stone in your land to bow down before it. I am the Lord your God. This is God speaking. Observe my Sabbaths and have reverence for my sanctuary. I am the Lord. If you follow my decrees and are careful to obey my commands, I will send you rain in its season and the ground will yield its crops and the trees of the field their fruit. Your threshing will continue until grape harvest and the grape harvest will continue until planting and you will eat all the food you want and live in safety in your land my god from zion so if we follow the rules if we follow his decrees and if we be careful to obey his commandments he said he will send rain send you rain in its season my God, he, though he's speaking to the children of Israel, here we can take this same word and apply it to our lives today. If we obey the commandments, if we obey the rules of God, he's going to bless us. He's going to send us an abundance of rain. He's going to bless us spiritually. He's going to bless us naturally. He's going to bless our home. He's going to bless our family, our children. He's going to bless us uh mentally he's gonna bless our body he's gonna bless our finances. and he is just gonna bless us if we obey the rules my god from zion i gotta read that again if you follow my decrees and are careful to obey my commands i will send you rain in its season And the ground will yield its crops and the trees of the field, their fruit. Your threshing will continue until grape harvest. My God from Zion. In other words, your threshing of the wheat is going to continue because you're going to continuously have crop until it's time for the grapes to be harvested. My God from Zion. Until grape harvest and the grape harvest. It will continue until it's time to plant again. God is going to continuously bless year round. There is a continuous blessing that's going to take place. My God from Zion. Thank you, Jesus. Continuously, it will never stop. You're going to do a planting, a harvest. That harvest is going to continue until it's time to uh, 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 um, harvest the grapes. My God, so in other words, it's a continue. Okay, this one idea or this one, uh, um, whatever you have, your, this one job or this one activity that you're going to be doing, it's going to continue until the next activity or the next job is set up. My God, from Zion, there is not going to be any... Uh, uh, um white noise there if you will there's not going to be any time that you're complacent it's going to be continuous as soon as you finish with one job then another job is prepared for you and i'm just saying this in our terms so we can think about it in our terms here today you won't be without work you won't be twiddling your thumbs you won't be uh there sitting at your desk with nothing to do my god from zion because why because you have your own business is what i'm talking about you have your own business and you're going to be working. You're going to be doing uh, what you God has placed on the inside of you to do. And honey, there's not going to be any free time. You're going to be continuously working. Because why? Because God said when you obey the rules, when you obey his decrees, when you obey his laws. And when I say you, I mean you and me. I'm talking about all of us listening. When we obey the rules of God. God is going to continue to bless us. It's right here in the book. It's right here in black and white. We are reading it here today in the New King, Uh, not the New King James. We're reading the NIV version, but listen, I love the King James version, but I'm reading out of the NIV for our new believers to get a greater understanding before we just thrust them into the king james version because we know the king james version is uh, a little bit hard to understand there's a bunch of d's and d's and there's a bunch of um the way that they wrote back and then so that's why we're reading out of the niv to get a better understanding for our new believers but listen god is gonna bless us when we obey the rules he's gonna continue to continuously bless us our harvest or our wine or whatever you want to call it it will never run dry according to leviticus 26 so this is something that you can put in your prayer god you said in the book of leviticus chapter 26 verse uh let's go here verse number three you said if i obey your commandments, if I obey your rules, if I obey the laws, the decrees that you have set before me, and I thought, be careful to obey your commandments. God, you said, not I said it, but you said, God said for us to remind him of his word. God, you said that you was going to send down the rain in its season. You said, God. The ground will yield its crops and the trees of the field their fruit. God, you said that my threshing will continue until grape harvest, and the grape harvest will continue until planting. You said you will I will eat all the food I want and live in safety in my land. God, you said that. You said it in Leviticus the 26 chapter. The third verse and God, I'm standing on your word today. This is a prayer, this is something that we can pray as long as we are following the rules, as long as we are following the decrees, as long as we are being careful to obey his commandments. That's what the Bible said. Uh, verse number three, uh, we can say clause A. If you follow my decrees and are careful to obey my commands, then all of this is going to come upon you. Then all of these blessings are going to follow you. Then I'm going to bless you. Come on, somebody. Getting excited about this word. Let's go to verse 6. I will grant peace in the land, and you will lie down, and no one will make you afraid. Nobody. Be fearful of no one. I will remove savage beasts from the land, and the sword will not pass through your country. You will pursue your enemies, and they will fall by the sword before you. Five of you will chase a hundred. Come on, Jesus. And a hundred of you will chase 10,000, and your enemies will fall by the sword before you know i'm getting excited you know i talk loud if y'all been following this podcast for a while you know when i get excited the tone of my voice is elevated and i am excited right now about the word of god my gothams iron he said one one person one of us let's go back and read that come on somebody he said, I will remove the savage beast from the land and the swarm will not pass through your country. You will pursue your enemies. Come on. You will pursue your enemies. Your enemies thinking they pursuing you and you pursuing them. Oh my God. God is so good. God is so good. They think they got it all under control. But, Auntie, God said, You will pursue your enemies. Enemy, they will fall by the sword before you. Listen, listen at the word five of you will chase a hundred, and a hundred of you will chase ten thousand. A hundred of the people of God will be able to chase ten thousand of our enemies. He said. Only five. It only takes five. Listen, when we come together in unity as being people of God and we are already obeying the laws and the rules and we're uh, being careful to obey his commandments, listen, it only takes five of us. When we come together, honey, we will chase a hundred devils. It only takes five. Basically, that's 20 apiece we the devils to one person. But then he said, if a hundred of us come together, come on, church. I'm talking to the church right now. We're in 2024 and the church has to come together in unity. It's time out for the foolishness. When we come together in unity and we be about our father's business. We get on the wall and be watchmen. And we begin to tell the people, I see the enemy. He's afar out, but I can see the devil. And we ring the alarm. We blow the trumpet that the enemy is coming in our direction. The Bible said a hundred of us can chase 10,000 devils. Come on, somebody. Five of you will chase a hundred and a hundred of you will chase 10,000. And your enemies will fall by the sword before you. I will look on you with favor. But they say favor is not fair. It's not fair. God said, I will look upon you with favor. Why is he saying that? Because we observe the Sabbath. Sabbath. We reverence his sanctuary. We follow his decrees and we are careful to obey his commandments. He said, I will look on you with favor and make you fruitful and increase your number. That's multiplying. The seed is in itself. We can go back to Genesis when he said be fruitful and multiply we found out that the seed lies on the inside of us i will look on you with favor and make you fruitful and increase your numbers and i will keep my covenant with you you will still be eating last year's harvest when you will have to move it out to make room for new what you say oh my god from Zion the bible said you still gonna be feasting up of your blessings from last year when it is time for your new blessing you're gonna have to move that out of the way come on somebody i'm getting excited about this The lord is speaking to my heart oh my god from Zion you're gonna be still feasting of what I bless you with when it's time to get another blessing. You're going to have to move that blessing out the way so you can make room for what I'm going to bless you with now. Come on, somebody. Let's read that again. 26 and 10, you will still be eating last year's harvest. And this is the NIV. You will still be eating last year's harvest when you will have to move it out to make room for the new come on my god from zion i will put my dwelling place among you and i will not abhor you i will walk among you and be your god and you will be my people i this is god talking i am the lord your god who brought you out of egypt so that you would no longer my god be slaves to the egyptians you are no longer a slave god has brought you out of that place of bondage in your life. I'm talking about in 2024, God has brought you out of that place of bondage. You are no longer a slave to drugs. You are no longer a slave to men. You are no longer a slave to whatever your situation was. You are no longer a slave to demons and demonic forces. You're no longer a slave to new age and sorcery you are no longer a slave god has brought you out he said i broke the bars of your yoke and enabled you to walk with your head held high oh jesus come on somebody with your head held high god did it nobody else did it god did it you didn't do it God did it, God gave, he opened the door, he said he broke the bars of your yoke, that what had you held captive, God came in and broke it just like he did for the apostles, he came in just like he did for Peter, just like he did for Paul and Silas, he came in and he broke the chains as they were in prison and opened the doors for Really? Come on, somebody. Peter walked out. The gate open for Peter of his own accord. Peter didn't have to touch it. It opened for Peter. God did it. I broke the bars of your yoke and enabled you to walk with heads held high. Why? Because God did it. God did it. The enemy thought he had me. But I got away. The devil thought he had his foot on my neck. He thought I was going into a place of complacency. He thought he had my mind. I'm telling my testimony now. He thought he had me. But I got away. I I sit here before you. I talk on this podcast before you today in sound mind and in sound body. When the enemy fought, he had me. I got away. Why? Because God broke the bars of my yoke. And he enabled me to walk with my head held high. I am no longer a slave. ah to the workings of the enemy. I am a sound my body. Jesus, and I can tell you something about the workings of the enemy. My God, from Zion, woo woo, this is good to me. My God from Zion, Lord, I have never really came and and out of all my years, really sat down and looked or read or studied the Book of Leviticus. And this is good to my soul here today. And I pray that God continues to bless each and every one of us as we study the book of Leviticus. Now we got to get, get the reading here. Okay, verse 14. But if you will not listen to me and carry out all these commandments, or oh, oh, punishment for being disobedient. If you will not listen to me and carry out all these commands, and if you reject my decrees and abhor my laws and fail to carry out all my commands and do and so violent, violate my covenant. God is saying, if you do all this thing, if you fail, you violate, you fail, you violate. He said, then I will do this to you. Listen, he's been it out. If you don't do what I say, because I'm the Lord, your God, I am your creator. If you fail to abide by the rules, this is (coughs) excuse me this is what's gonna happen to you come on somebody let's find out what's gonna happen if you fail to abide by the the rules of god he said i will bring upon you sudden terror this is the niv version i will bring upon you sudden terror Wasting diseases, my God, from Zion, and fever that will destroy your sight and drain away your life. Oh, God, help us, Jesus. Lord, we want to be obedient to your word. We want to be obedient to the rules. We don't want to walk around with disease and cancers and uh, high blood pressure and all sorts of manner of disease. We don't want to do that. Oh, God, help us here today. He said, I will bring upon you sudden terror, wasting diseases, wasting away, just, just, just living but dying on the inside. Your body is dying, but you are alive, wasting diseases and fever that will destroy your sight and drain away your life. You will plant seed in vain. Let me reiterate that you will plant seed in vain because your enemies. Help us, Jesus. (coughs) The Bible says your enemies will eat it. I will set my face against you so that you will be defeated by your enemies. Those who hate you will rule over you and you will flee. Even when no one is pursuing you, my God, my God, the Bible says you're gonna flee, you're gonna run, but there's nobody behind you. It's just gonna be your your imagination, if you will. That's that's what I'm getting out of it. It's gonna be your imagination got you running the or the devil. We can say it like we want to say it. The devil is gonna have you running. And there's nobody chasing behind you. My God, let's go and see what the scholars have to say about this particular verse. Because I want to hear what they have to say. If the scholars can tell us something to give us a better understanding of what the Lord is saying here. Let me see what the scholars have to say. If they're going to break it down. The divine discipline for disobedience and covenant unfaithfulness brought physical and mental there it is and mental diseases stolen crops and defeat by the enemy so it's going to be mental you're going to be running and nobody's behind you is what the bible or what god is telling the the people of israel here in the book of leviticus let's read that one more time if after all you will not listen to me i will punish you for your sins okay let's jump back i i, I want to jump back and read that again <sighs> okay then i will do this to you i will bring up i will bring upon you sudden terror wasting diseases and fever and that would destroy your sight and drain away your life, you will plant seed in vain because your enemies will eat it. Excuse me, I will set my face against you so that you will be defeated by your enemies. Those who hate you will rule over you, and you will flee even when no one is pursuing you. That's that's the mental part. You're running. You're scared, and there's nobody behind you. Mentally, it's a a mental thing. And the scholars told us it's physical disease and mental disease. And I read that from the Bible Knowledge Commentary. The Bible Knowledge Commentary, Old Testament. My God, from Zion let's continue to read because we got to get out of here we wait we our time is almost up if all if after all this you will not after all of this comes upon you if, if after all of this you will not listen to me I will punish you for your sin seven times over my God seven times over you're gonna get seven times punishment if you don't listen to what God is saying, seven times punishment. Jesus, why, why would you want to continue? My God from I just don't even want to think about that because that's just too much to handle. I will break down your stubborn pride, there it is, that's why, because it's pride. God said, I will break down your stubborn pride and make the sky above you like iron, and the ground beneath you like bronze. Your strength will be spent in vain. I say it all the time fruitless works. You're just spinning in a, a hamster wheel, just spinning, spinning, spinning. Your works are fruitless. And the Bible is saying that to us right now. This is what God will do. I will break down. Listen, let's go back. My God, this is good. If after all this, you will not listen to me. I will punish you for your sins seven times over. I will break down your stubborn pride and make the sky above you like iron and the ground beneath you like bronze. Your strength will be spent in vain because, you, because your soul will not yield crops. So you just... You just planting seeds, planting seeds, working hard, and ain't no the the Bible say, "Come on, your strength, your strength will be spent in vain because your soil will not yield its crops." So you just planting and planting and planting, you working and working and working, and nothing coming up nor will the trees of the land yield their fruit. If you remain hostile toward me, mm, come on, Jesus. Lord, if you remain hostile toward me and refuse to listen to me, I will multiply your afflictions seven times over and your sins Deserve As your sins deserve, he said, I will multiply your affliction seven times over. As your sins deserve, I will send wild animals against you. Mm. Woo! Come on, Jesus. And they will rob you of your children, destroy your cattle, and make you a few in number. That your roads will be deserted. And I'm just going to keep moving on. I'm not even going to comment on that. Because this is what God is saying. If you continue on. He said I will send wild animals against you. And it may not be in our day and time. It could be a wild animal. Or it could be spiritual. In a spiritual aspect. Demonic forces. That's why I'm looking at it. And they will rob you rob you of your children oh my god we're gonna move on destroy your cattle and make you a few in number that your roles will be deserted verse 23 if in spite of these things you do not accept my correction but continue to be hostile toward me oh jesus you continue to fight up against god I mean, who wants to be in the hands of an angry God? We're reading right here what God will do to us. My Jesus, I don't know about you, but I don't want to be in the hands of an angry God. And I don't want God to be angry with me because all of these things will come upon us. If in spite of these things, you do not accept my correction, but continue to be hostile toward me, I myself, will be hostile toward you and will afflict you for your sins seven times over and i will bring the sword upon you to avenge the breaking of the covenant when you withdraw into your cities i will send a plague among you and you will be given into enemy hands when I cut off my supply of bread, 10 women will be able to bake your bread in one oven and then will dole out the bread by weight. You will eat, but you will not be satisfied. Oh my God. Yeah, you're going to be eating, but you'll never get full. Eating, but never get full eating but never get full this is the word of the lord lord help us we don't want we do not want to fall into your anger lord have mercy upon us help us to obey by the rules help us to follow your decrees help us to be careful to obey your commandments because we do not want to have the punishment for being just dis- disobedient to come upon us eating and never be satisfied. My God, help us, Jesus, on this journey. We're just halfway through this reading. We got to move on. Our time is running out. If in spite of this, you still do not listen to me, but continue to be hostile toward me, then in my anger, I will be hostile toward you. And I myself, will punish you for your sins seven times over you will eat the flesh of your own sons and the flesh of your daughters you will sin against your own the one oh my god oh jesus let's read on i will destroy your high places Mm, those altars that you placed up before me a servant idol gods he said i will destroy your high places cut down your Incense altars and pile your dead bodies on the lifeless form of your idols. My God, remember those idols that he said don't make, uh, uh, back in verse 1, do not make idols or set up an image or a sacred stone for yourselves and do not place a carved stone in your uh, land to bow down before it. This is God, he said he going to place your dead bodies upon your own altar upon your own idols, god said he gonna do it my god from zion come on somebody Woo! don't fall into the hands of an angry god i don't know about you but lord have mercy lord i am crying out for mercy here today you will eat the flesh of your sons. And the flesh of your daughters. I will destroy your high places. I will cut down your incense altars. And I will pile your dead bodies on the lifeless forms of your idols. And I will abhor you. I will turn your cities into ruins and lay waste your sanctuaries. And I will take no delight in the pleasing aroma of your offerings. I will lay waste the land, so that your enemies will live. There will be appalled. That your enemies who live there will be appalled. Even your enemies gonna be like, "Whoa, what's going on over there? <laughs> what's happening to you?" Something you done fell into the hands of an angry God. Everybody going to know. Everybody going to know that you done fell into the hands of an angry God. He said, and I will take no delight in the pleasing aroma of your offerings. I will lay waste the land so that your enemies who live there will be appalled. I will scatter you among the nations and will draw out my sword and pursue you. God is going to be chasing after you. Your land will be laid waste and your cities will lie in ruin. Then the land will enjoy its Sabbath years all the time that it lies desolate and you are in the country of your enemies. Then the land will rest and enjoy its Sabbath. All the time that it lies desolate, the land will have the rest it did not have during the Sabbath when you lived in it. As for those of you who are left, I will make their hearts so fearful. In the lands of their enemies, that the sound of a wind blown leaf. Oh my God, from Zion, the sound of a wind blown leaf will put them to flight. You're gonna be so scared that a leaf blowing in the wind is gonna make you run. Oh my god, God is no joke. I don't know about you, but I don't want to fall into the hands of an angry God. my Jesus. God is not no joke. He is not nothing to be played with. Help us, Lord. Help us be real for you. Help us to uh, live according to the rules. Help us abide by your rules that you're teaching us, your laws that you're teaching us here in the book of Leviticus. I don't want to be running because of the leaf blowing in the wind. God from Zion. I don't know about you. But I don't know. I don't want to run from a leaf. That's what the Bible is telling us. That's what it's saying. We just read it for ourselves. He said, For those of you, I will make their hearts so fearful in the lands of their enemies that the sound of a wind-blown leaf, a leaf blowing in the wind will put them to flight. You're going to be running from a leaf that's blowing in the wind. Mm, mm, mm. Lord, help us here today. My God from Zion, I don't know about you, but I don't want to be running from a leaf. Woo, Jesus, God, you're nothing to be played with. Help me. Help me to be real in your eyesight. Lord, help me to be righteous. Before you, Lord Jesus, they will run as though fleeing from the sword and they will fall, even though no one is chasing them, no one is pursuing them. They will stumble over one another as though fleeing from the sword, even though no one is pursuing them. So that, my God, He's saying, You're going to be. You're going to be running and falling over all over each other and nobody's chasing after you. In so many words. That's the fear that God is going to place on the inside of those that are disobedient and those that will not comply. Those that want to be prideful and hard-headed. Those that want to be haughty and arrogant and ego and disobedient and rebellious. And not turn to God. After he is continuously bringing things up. He's going to put disease in your body. In your family. The animals. The wolves. The, the, the uh, bears. Lions and tigers. And bears going to come upon you. And, and, and kill your children. And, and all kind of disease in your body. You're going to be black. All of this. Will, and you still. Don't hearken. Unto the call of God. The call, Listen. I am a witness we gotta hearken unto the call of god my jesus this is deep this is deep they will stumble over one another as though fleeing from the sword even though no one is pursuing them so you will not be able to stand before your enemies you will perish among the nations, the land of your enemies will devour you. Those of you who are left will waste away in the lands of their enemies because of their sins, also because of their father's sin, they will waste away. But if they will confess their sins and the sins of their fathers, their treachery. Against me against God and their hostility towards me towards God which made me hostile towards them so that I sent them into the land of their enemy then when their uncircumcised hearts are humbled and they pay for their sins the Bible says my God from Zion I will remember my covenant with Jacob and my covenant with Isaac and my covenant with Abraham, and I will remember the land, for the land will be deserted by them and will. Enjoy its Sabbaths while it lies desolate without them. They will pay for their sins because they rejected my laws and abhorred my decrees. Yet in spite of this, verse 44, got to read it again. Yet in spite of this, when they are in the land of their enemies, I will not reject them nor abhor them so as to destroy them completely breaking my covenant with them i am the lord their god but for their sake i will remember the covenant with their ancestors whom i brought out of egypt in the sight of the nations of their god i am the lord my god from zion These are the decrees, the laws, and the regulations that the Lord established on Mount Sinai between himself and the Israelites through Moses. Whoa! I am so full from reading those two chapters. Chapter 26 is no joke in the book of Leviticus. Chapter 26 is no joke in the book of Leviticus. It tells us what God will do for us when we obey the rules. And then it tells us what God will do to us. Listen, it tells us what God will do for us when we obey the rules. And it tells us what God will do to us. When we don't obey the rules, Lord, help us to be obedient and obey the rules. My God, let's do a summary and we're going to get out of here. My Jesus, I am full. I'm telling you, I am full. Jesus, help us here today. Lord, have mercy. And we're going to pray and we're going to get out of here. I am full with the word of God here. Today, Leviticus chapter 23 provides a detailed list of the sacred festivals, which we learn is uh, uh, Leviticus 23, 23 tells us about the festivals of God and holy days that the Israelites are to observe as part of their religious practice. The festivals are times of communal gathering, rest and remembrance, serving as key elements in the Israelite religious calendar. Now let's look at the key elements here. The seven, it re, God reiterated as a day of complete rest and holy convocation. The Passover and the festival of unleavened bread. Instructions are given for observing the Passover and commemoration of the Israelites deliverance from Egypt, followed by the seven They feast of unleavened bread. They eat unleavened bread for seven days. The festival of first fruits. This celebrates the first fruits of the harvest where a sheaf of the first grain is to present it to the priest as an offering. And the priest waves it before God. So that's the festival of the first fruits. The festival of weeks. uh, Pentecost. Occurring 50 days after the festival of first fruits. This festival marks the end of the wheat harvest. The festival of trumpets. Rosh Hashanah. As you may hear on today, they call it Rosh Hashanah. This is the day for blowing trumpets. A day of rest. In a sacred assembly. Listen. These days we're supposed to be rested. Or God's people are supposed to be resting. And this is what he's telling the children of Israel. And if you want to apply. And that's what the Jew. The Jewish people. did. They still do it today. Now if you find them. Now we were grafted in. Unto uh, the people of God. We're considered. If you're not Jewish. We're considered Gentile and the, but the gentiles jesus but jesus came on the scene his death on the cross we were engrafted in uh uh or or you can use the word we were adopted so now if you if you will if you want to observe these days as being adopted by god you can do so but we are learning about them today the day of atonement yom kippur this is a solemn day of fasting repentance and atonement the holiest day of the year for the Israelites so the day of atonement is very very important Yom Kippur is extremely important listen it's the holiest day of the year I mean it that it is it is the day if any other days of the year the Day of Atonement is the day for you to be holy and representing holiness, basically. Okay, the Festival of Tabernacles, uh, a seven-day festival during which the Israelites live in temporary shelters, commemorating the forty years in the wilderness. So basically, they go out of their homes, they live in this, and I. I I need to look this up because I don't know if they still do this today, but they go out of their homes and they live in a sucker and like a booth type thing. It commemorates the 40 years that they were in the wilderness living in tents. And additional instructions God gave. The chapter includes additional instructions for offering and and rituals to be performed during these festivals now listen these festivals not only commemorated historical events in israel's historic history but also had agricultural significance marking key points in the farming year they were also symbolic of god's provision and faithfulness creating a rhythm of worship remembrance and community in the life of the Israelites. Listen, Leviticus chapter 26. My God, this is going to be one of my favorite chapters. I think I'm a to a, a, a dwell on Leviticus chapter 26 for the rest of 2024. Why? Because I want to be the one that's obedient and, and um. um Mindful of the commandments of the Lord, because listen, I do not want to fall into the hands of the an angry God. After reading that, no, sir. I think I'm gonna dwell on Leviticus chapter 26 all throughout. Uh, from now forward, I put it like that. From now forward, I am definitely going to add Leviticus 26 to my reading and my prayer. Glory be to the Lamb of God. Now, Leviticus 26 outlines the blessings of for obedience, and the cursings for disobedience to God's laws, emphasizing the covenant relationship between God and the Israelites. This chapter can be divided into several sections, and those sections, prohibition of idolatry, right off the bat, God begins to come up against idolatry. Listen, God is a jealous God. We learned about that in the book of Exodus. His name is jealous. God is a jealous God. So when you bring idolatry into your life, it doesn't matter. Whatever you put before God is an idol. You put people before God. You are idol worship and you are in idolatry. You put things before God. You are in idol worship. You are in idolatry. These are the things that we are learning here in the beginning of the Bible. We are learning about idolatry. The chapter begins with a command against idolatry and a call to keep the Sabbath and reverence. God's sanctuary we're supposed to reverence the house of God we're not supposed to go up in the house of God all willy-nilly we are not supposed to go up in the house of God when God puts his name upon a house upon a sanctuary we know that we the individual is the church but we go and we uh gather in a sanctuary just like the tabernacle the meeting tent God's name is upon it, and God says we are supposed to reverence his sanctuary. We learn that in Leviticus, the 26th chapter. Blessings for obedience. This section promises blessings for the Israelites if they obey God's commandments. These blessings include rain and due season, fruitful harvest, peace in the land, victory over our enemies, and God's presence among us us I'm putting us in there but we know in the Bible it was talking to the Israelites but we are God's people we've been grafted in we've been adopted so we can apply the same rules to ourselves we also talked about the curses of disobedience my God from Zion I I can't get over that we're gonna be so fearful if we disobey God that a leaf blowing in the wind is gonna make us run I don't know about you, but I don't want to be running from no leaf in the wind. The curses of disobedience, a longer section, it details severe consequences if the Israelites disobey God's law. These curses include terror, disease, famine, defeat by enemies, and desolation of their cities and sanctuaries. My God, the intensity of the curses, if we've still don't abide after God has cursed us and, and brought diseases and famine and all manner of terror upon us and we still don't turn to God, he brought about the intensity of the curses. The curses are described as increasing in sev- severity if the people continue to be disobedient leading to such extremes as the land becoming desolate and the people being scattered among the nations. The, God scattered the people so the land can rest. My God from Zion, Lord Jesus. Woo! Run them out so the land itself can get some uh, peace, some rest. My God from Zion if you're not obedient to the word of god another thing he talked about was confession and repentance the chapter includes a provision for restoration if the people confess their iniquity and the iniquities of their ancestors their forefathers god promises to remember his covenant and eventually restore them to the land everlasting covenant the chapter concludes with god's reminder of his enduring covenant with the Israelites emphasizing that even in their punishment, God will not forget them. God said he will never leave us. He will never forsake us, even until the end of the world. God knows the heart of every man. We may fall sometime, fall into sin, but God, even though in the midst of our sin, he knows our heart. We want to be right before the God before him, he will never leave us. He will never forsake us. He will be with us. And it tells us here in the book of Leviticus, he said, uh, let's see, emphasizing his covenant, even in their punishment, God will not forget them. So God, he will never forget you. So Leviticus chapter 26 is crucial to understanding the conditional nature of the covenant between God and Israel in the Old Testament where blessings and cursings are directly related to the people's obedience or disobedience to God's commandment, Just wow. That's all I can say right now is wow. Let us pray. May God bless and keep you. May his face shine upon you. And may he be gracious to you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace in Jesus mighty name we pray amen and amen thank you for listening to sister Allie Cat's T. please like comment follow share um opt in for the reading list in the uh description you can get the reading list you can read prior to the podcast Look for this ministry on other social media platforms. Look on YouTube for Bible Basics Builder. Look for Light and Darkness, L-I-T.com, our website. Look for Allison C., as in Cat, Hope. And I thank you again for listening to Sister Allie Cat's Tea, where we talk about all things church-related. I love you, and I will talk to you soon.